Welcome everyone, I'm Laura DeFranco, the CEO of Brave Healer Productions, where we have a mission to wake the world up to what's possible, one brave word at a time. And here today to help me with that mission are some of the most amazing authors of a new book that we have coming out called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business, 25 Practical Strategies from the Experts. Before I introduce these amazing women to you, let me just say a big thank you to Camille Miller our lead author of this project. Camille, thank you so much for getting this stellar group of human beings together for this book, um, Brave Healer Productions' first business book, right? So we're known for holistic health and wellness. And when Camille came to me with this combo of like, let's put that with business, I'm like, yes, I am <laughs> all about the soul aligned piece in terms of the abundance that can come your way when everything aligns like that. So I cannot wait to share all of these authors' ideas about it. Today, I have Barb Pritchard with me. She's a CEO of Infinity Brand Design and helps spiritual entrepreneurs own their magic and infuse it into every client interaction through soul-aligned brands, websites, book cover design, and sales and sales pages funnels. Erica Ziegelman is an integrative leadership coach who supports new and rising leaders to shift out of survival mode and thrive by leveraging conscious leadership and holistic wellness principles. Hala Shibani is a soulful growth strategist, empowering female entrepreneurs and thought leaders to grow their brand and elevate their impact with ease and in a way that aligns with who they are without compromise. And Meryl Hayton offers deep transformational healing so you stop second guessing and settling in your relationships, career, and life and awaken to a life worth living. Oh my goodness, the power that I have in my <laughs> Zoom room today. All right, Barb, you're going to start the party off. Tell us about this amazing chapter that you wrote. I am so glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Laura. So I am in chapter five and my chapter is called Own Your Magic, Become Magnetic with a Soul Aligned Brand. And basically what led me to this chapter was basically my, my rejection of conformity because I feel like so many of us hide our weirdness. And, and I say that because it's all about basically becoming, you hear a lot about authenticity right now, but it's all about basically being yourself who else should we be just be becoming yourself and infusing our own magic into every aspect of our business and showing up as yourself and being that uniqueness and just being you being yourself and just showing up as you and then showing up in, in a way that just feels so aligned and stress-free. Okay. Well, as showing up as a fellow weird alien, um, <laughs> like I want you to talk more about that because I think that we, when we do it, sometimes we get the side eye or sometimes we get from even the people that we think should love us the most, we get a really, or that's, you're a little too much or whatever that is. Right. Talk more about that. Well, absolutely. Cause you know, there's a lot of people out there. You feel like you have to, Ooh, I have to show up a certain way. I have to, you know, um, I have to tone myself down. I have to round out my edges to, um, to attract certain people, but you're, you're watering yourself down to attract the wrong people. Why would you do that? You want to attract the people who just feel just 
perfect for you or just the right people for you are going to be attracted to you when you show up exactly as you, you put out a certain energy, right? Especially those of us who are heart-centered, who are spiritual entrepreneurs, especially when you own that woo-woo flag, you you walk that woo-woo walk, right? When you start really owning this and me, myself, I, <clears throat> I really kind of hid that for a long time. I've always, my mom has always called me uh, old weird Barb (laughs) since I was (laughs) knee high to a grasshopper. And for the longest time, she, fortunately, she was really um, gracious in letting me, you know, just kind of explore that. What did that really, you know, look like for me until I had to get a job? And, and, and she understood that in being in the, going into the corporate world, the corporate environment, you had to really water that down, tone that down. But I knew at a very young age corporate life wasn't for me. Now I had, I figured it out. I figured out what that looked like in a corporate life, but I, I, I just, <laughs> I didn't want to be a corporate world. So once I kind of broke that mold and realized entrepreneurship was for me and I had to tear down those walls of those things that I learned in the corporate life and like, you know what, I can be me in entrepreneurship and in business and that's when the dominoes started falling and, and just kind of like this facade started like, I can be Barb, I can be me. And wow, I really started attracting my star clients. Those, the, I don't, I don't have to market myself. Like people, you know, like they, the gurus tell you to, like, they tell you, you have to show up on social media in this prescripted way. I don't, I'm a designer. They tell you, you have to be on Instagram in this certain way and this certain prescriptive way. I don't do that. It's exhausting to me. I'm an introvert. And for those who do human design, I'm a projector. I have finite amounts of energy. <laughs> I don't have time or the energy to be on social media the way. So I just show up as me. I let people experience my energy and I put the invitation out because again, as a projector, I also have to be invited. I have to wait for that invitation too. So I put the invitation out as well. And for those who experience my energy and are like, I love it. Let's, let's, let's be friends. So I'm all about building, um, building relationships and deepening those relationships and just marketing myself in ways that feel energetically aligned and just feel good and not exhausting myself. Right. (laughs) I love that, Barb. I love starting this interview and conversation out this way. Show up as your authentic, crazy, weird ass self, right? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, because that's part of being soul aligned for sure. And so Barb went there. I got to give my girl, Christy H. Sullivan, a shout out who wrote and led the book called Stop Overworking, Start Overflowing, all about human design. So I'm the generator, right? I do have the um, infinite amounts of energy. <laughs> and so yes, I have, right? So it's just really, really interesting to understand like what that blueprint is and help have it help you in your business. So shout out to you, Christy. We love that. Love you, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica, you are up next. Tell us about your amazing chapter. Yeah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's been such an amazing experience working on this book. Um, I wrote chapter 14, which is called Bring More Soul to Your Role, Going from Corporate Burnout to Conscious Leader. And I'm an integrative leadership coach who also spent the first 15 years or so of my career in the corporate world. Uh, And so my story drops you right into like the pit of my burnout. Um, I was exhausted, stressed out, experiencing physical symptoms, and and overall just kind of indifference about my work, even though I had worked so hard to build this successful career in advertising and in tech. 
Um, and so I talk about the phases that I went through to, to start healing the toxic patterns that I experienced in the corporate world, that I observed people around me, that I observed um, my fellow leaders and, and realized that there's a, I mean, this is not a, a shocking revelation, but there's an epidemic of burnout happening only exacerbated by the pandemic. Um, and I think it's all just a part of this hustle culture that we live in. And I was living in New York City at the time. So just amplify that times 10. Um, and so what I started to realize through support of my own coaches and my own healing journey is that I needed to shift the paradigm of success from what it looked like on the outside. You know, the, the companies I worked for, the titles, the salary, the apartment, all of these things that felt like I had achieved success and really realign that to how it felt on the inside because what was suffering was my soul. So I call this chapter, bring more soul to your role because as much as we are, I am now an entrepreneur and we are um, talking about creating soul aligned businesses, we, we can bring our soul into whatever the work is that we're doing right now. And so I share a few of the paradigm shifts that I um, have sort of, you know, tapped into that have really helped me move through this in a healthier way um, and share that in my chapter as well. So I love that, uh, the title, mostly because if people really understand they're playing roles and that's not who they are, then they can start to move toward like what it even means to bring soul to the role, right? So mm -hmm. tell me more about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, call myself a bit of a rebel at this point because, um, you know, working in, in traditional corporate cultures that are very masculine energy driven, they're very much about results and metrics and outputs and outcomes. Um, it is, it's a little bit revolutionary to flip the script and say, I'm going to bring my heart into this role. I'm going to be a conscious leader. I'm going to stand for who I'm being and how I'm engaging with the people around me more than just focusing on productivity and the bottom line. They're both important, um, but I felt that one was severely being compromised for the other. And so I, I now am teaching my clients and, um, and sharing in this book how to reclaim your well-being as a cornerstone of your work and really not as the afterthought. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it's so I think is so funny about numbers, metrics, productivity, and I'm thinking back to, you know, one of my first jobs. Um, if those bosses had been soul aligned and taught any kind of soul aligned approach, they'd have more productivity from their employees. So it's like, absolutely, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's why yeah. I, I specifically coach or I, my, my clients are mostly more junior or first time even managers, because let's teach them these healthy patterns now so that they can model that for their teams. And that's yeah. what we that's what becomes the norm. And that's where this broader paradigm shift can occur. So that's my mission. Yeah, fantastic. That's, um, this book is going to be helping the world do that. And I can't wait for you all to read these amazing chapters. Hala, how about you? Tell us about yours. Yeah, hi, Laura. Thank you for having me and having us here. So I wrote chapter 20, Unleash Your Authentic Self, How to Grow a Thriving Soul-Aligned Business Without Compromise. 
uh, I, I wrote this chapter specifically and this story to support entrepreneurs to grow a unique business that fully represents them and helps them you know, show up authentically to reach their vision, to have the life that they want and have the fulfillment and joy that they are craving today in their life. So many entrepreneurs, especially high achievers, coming from the corporate world like myself or coming from uh, professional environments are starting their businesses, leveraging their left brain. They are following all the advice out there, all the gurus do this, do that. They are doing everything right. They're hiring coaches, mentors. I see them yet they're not able to grow their business. They're not able to make the impact that they started their business for. They're, not, they're stuck and they are at a crossroad wondering, is this really meant for me? Am I capable of doing this? So this is who I wrote this chapter for because in it, I share my story when I was in their exact spot. When coming from, you know, after 18 years of success in the corporate world, I came into entrepreneurship thinking this is going to be easy. Like I've grown brands, I've opened, you know, I've moved brands from different continents and this shouldn't be hard for me to open my business. But it was, it was because I was only leveraging my mind. I left so many part of me that I didn't put in my business. So this is, I share there the breakthrough that I actually went through and how I realized that I'm missing, I'm missing me. My business does not represent me. So this is what I want to share with them. And the strategy I share in the chapter is the first part of the framework I created to help these high achieving entrepreneurs put all of them in their business, create a business, birth a business and grow a business that fully represents them without compromise. That means amplify their authentic voice, have the impact, the influence they know they are born to make in a way that is fully them. I love it. Uh, I had a moment listening to you just now about this over these um, years of building Brave Healer Productions. One of the biggest passions of mine is poetry and poetry is not represented to the level that it could be like some of you will not know that I was a poet um, even here in this room right and how can that be how could I not be fully expressed in my business if that's like one of the things that I am most passionate about right um, so without reciting roses or red violets or blue for you guys today um, just know that that's going to change. And I think, uh, I thank you, Hala, for saying that. I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, why not have those crazy, sexy, awesome pieces of you out there along with the other stuff, right? So people know that you are the person for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt the same. I was uh, talking about business because I was helping people grow their business. So I kept it professional. But in the same time, there was so many things that I was holding back because I thought if I put them out there, you know, you might not fit in, you might not be accepted, I might ruffle some feathers. And, and that just held me back from putting my authentic self out there in my business. Yeah, um, I love this conversation. You guys are amazing. All right, we need to hear from Meryl. Tell <laughs> us about your amazing chapter, Meryl. 
Hi everyone, great to be here. Thank you, Laura, for helping us put this book together. Um, so I'm chapter 11 and it is how to shut down your inner critic, um, learn how to stop self-sabotage so that you have more clients and money. So my whole life has been about shutting down my own inner critic. And um, my story starts with me falling and breaking my arm, thinking that um, I had a, a salon, a nail salon for 30 years, and I thought that I could just close it and in a few months, you know, have a coaching business. And that was not just like Hala was saying, you know, it, it was not that easy um, to build. And <clears throat> excuse me. And what I um, had to keep doing was learning how to keep shutting down my self-doubt and shutting down my inner critic in order to keep going, right? And shutting out the naysayers. And that has really turned into what my business is because I um, help people to stay in, you know, inspired action and following their soul and um, really making sure that their decisions come from their intuition and not from overthinking in their head. And, you know, just really staying aligned, right? Soul aligned to their life and they're not just in their business, but in their life. And there are a lot of ways that we um, can get in our own way. And my mission is to help people to, you know, get out of their own way. And we do that by healing our past. You know, and a, a lot of, this is just coming to mind right now, but a lot of what I find is that people are, the people that I work with, they're really smart, they're intellectual, they're all up in their head. And they're like, I've done a lot of work. And I say, yeah, but, you know, and they understand that their hesitation in life and their second guessing and self-sabotage and, and everything in life comes from their past but they haven't done the healing of the root cause. They haven't done the nervous system healing. And that is what I bring together with the modalities that I use. So I have found throughout my life that EFT tapping was the best thing for me to shut down my stress, manage my emotions, regulate my nervous system, and really help to be the modality that I would just go to automatically to help keep me moving forward. And then I started practicing law of attraction. So that's how I've married those worlds together and created my own five-step process to um, help people to, you know, heal the past and then anchor into the future, right? Um, I kind of felt that I got to a point where I understood so much about my past and how it affected my behaviors and my inner critic voice and I did all the healing I thought around it, which will, I'll always be healing, you know, but um, I felt like I got to a point where I did enough and I was like, okay, I'm clear now of all of this emotional clutter. And I have so much more energy now and bandwidth. Well, okay. Now I can start planning and thinking about my goals and future and, you know, the, the bigger trajectory that my business can be and leaving a legacy and all those things. I never thought about that stuff. Even when I had my salon, I was like small-minded, lived in fear, worried all the time, right? And, and I was very successful at it. But I, I just, you know, if a client didn't show up, I was like, 
you didn't even want to be around me. You didn't want to be around me because I was a freak. You know, I was like in such fear about how am I going to get that money? And I, I was like, just, that's how I lived. And I had to completely get rid of that masculine type of energy and learn how to live in the ease and flow with more feminine energy. So I've, you know, um, you know, learned how to have more balance there. And that's what I, I tend to attract clients that um, have more of that masculine overthinking, overdoing fear, worry, anxiety, energy. And I help them to really learn how to anchor into their body and build that self-trust and self-assuredness and self-confidence. And, and then they really stand up for themselves in their lives and continue to follow their passion to build a soul aligned business or step into, um, you know, better relationships and go for their dreams and just boldly build a life that they love. Yes. Thank you, Meryl. Um, all of you have talked about really foundational pieces to this journey. Um, mind, the mindset game, I believe is foundational to your success in life or business. And the things that Meryl is talking about with inner critic and, um, Ooh, I'm a fan of tapping y'all. So EFT emotional freedom technique is what she was talking about. Um, tapping it's a profound modality that can retrain old habitual patterns that you've been living by. And so, um, so much to know in this, in this world of um, changing those patterns up. And then I love to ask the question, what else is possible now? And <laughs> well, there's a lot. Too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So thanks to all of you, honestly, for not just for saying yes to this project, but for really laying it out, putting your hearts out in those stories on paper and then stepping up as the master teachers that you are and sharing your strategies. This book is an incredible toolkit for people and they are going to learn business changing, life changing types of things. And it makes me so excited. And, you know, it's one thing because you all teach people all day long, but it's quite another thing to get that in words in a book that makes sense so that the reader has this practical experience and you all did it brilliantly. So thank you for that. Um, Erica, I'm going to start this next question with you. And, you know, Camille is the founder of the soul professional movement. And we talk in this book about being soul aligned in our businesses and our lives. Our businesses are part of our lives, right? So what I want to know is what does being soul aligned in your business mean to you? Ooh, um, being soul aligned in your business is... Being in deep devotion to what wants to be birthed through you. So for me, I actually never really had any ambitions of becoming an entrepreneur. My mom was an entrepreneur and, and reinvented herself maybe eight times throughout my life. And I was always like, that is risky and reckless. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to a point about two years ago when I, I had the idea for this business and really it was a it was almost like the whole, my entire career trajectory was leading me to this point of like pain and suffering and then healing and awareness 
that I was like, I have to do this business. Like there's nothing else that I want to do. Like this, this just has to happen through me. Um, and then just kind of seeing the last, I mean, I've only, I've actually only been doing this for about nine months and seeing the, the people and the clients and the support and the energy that has really flowed into this business, I think is a testament to what happens when you do find that alignment with your soul and the universe just conspires to support you. But it takes a lot of courage and blind trust. And um, yeah, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. You are right. This is for warriors. This journey <laughs> takes, like you said, takes courage um, blind faith. Interesting, right? Because we're, in, we're trusting our intuition and that higher thing inside of us that knows, and that's blind a lot of the time, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I love the way that you're talking about that. Um, thank you. Hala, how about you? What does this mean to you to have a soul aligned business? You know, soul aligned, I love this word and I use it so much in my brand because it speaks everything to the mission that I'm here for. To me, soul aligned is about knowing deep in your soul that you are in your purpose, that you are anchored in the thing you're born to do and to be. You know, you're doing what you love, you love what you're doing, and the business is just an extension of that purpose. Everything in it, your offers, your services are all an extension of the purpose you're here to actualize, and they all align and facilitate the transformation that you're born to make for others. So soul aligned to me is, is a mission, is a mission to elevate ourselves first, but also elevate the consciousness of the whole world that is around us. I love it. I love listening to you all talk about this. And this is why we need the book of all of you. We need all of your unique voices to say the same thing over and over in your unique, <laughs> badass way, right? Like everyone needs to hear it in, in exactly the way only you can say it. Meryl, what's your way? <laughs> <laughs> So following my soul is what lights me up. So when I'm saying, um, you know, maybe need to question something for myself, like in, and practice um, discernment and being decisive, I literally do muscle testing. I stand up and I place my hands on my heart and I face North and I, and I say, okay, you know, is this right for me? And my body will fall forward if it's right. And it will fall back if it's not. And I do this like all day long, <laughs> you know, sometimes. And, um, you know, just to make sure that I am really anchored in to following what really lights me up and, um, you know, making the right choices. So, and that's what I do for my clients, of course, is it's just, it's making sure that we're doing for ourselves and not for anybody else. I love it. Um, and thank you for that one. I hadn't heard the forward back one before. I've heard this in different variations, but how easy, because you could basically do that one anywhere. You don't need a pendulum. Yeah. You don't need any tool. You know, you just need to be standing yeah. there. I love it. Yeah. Um, I love it. What an easy tool. Um, it's muscle testing. You guys, I'll just give a shout out to that modality as well. 
because mm -hmm. it's, it can be a powerful um, tool to help you with decisions when you don't feel clear because you're overthinking things. So it's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, all right, Barb, what do you want to add to this discussion about soul aligned? Well, it's kind of like what Hollis said too. It's something that I, once I finally started owning my magic, it's, it, I use soul aligned in my branding all the time because it's integral to owning your magic. It's where your power lives. It's where your uniqueness is. It's that differentiating factor. When you're soul aligned, it's so integral Your because your business is it's part of you. It, it, it's, it, they're really, the lines blurred. It's like, once you, once you start really becoming soul aligned and your business becomes part of you, there, there is no different. Like my husband is like, I don't think he, <laughs> there is no difference between me and my business. It's one of the same. I am it. It is actually, it, there is no, it is she, it is she, she has there. I mean, she identifies as a she. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's just when, when it's soul aligns, spirit guides my business and I pull cards to guide my business. I pull cards to guide the design decisions in my business for my, for, for the de decisions in my business, for the decisions for my clients too, that I make in the designs. It's just, it's, it's interesting because um, something Erica said um, when you were talking about your chapter that really re resonated with me as well in the corporate world, metrics are key to so many things. Even in um, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial space, metrics are a lot of very, you know, very important uh, SEO and all of this kind of stuff. You know, you got to measure so many things. I hesitated a lot to call myself an intuitive designer. It just felt counterintuitive. It really, it, I hesitated big time. I don't do that anymore. I am an intuitive designer. Yes, I still use metrics to, I mean, you, you have to be able to measure some things, but I weigh very heavily on being able to listen to what my intuition says, to, to listen to what spirit guides me towards. There's a lot of times where I throw, I mean, yes, I still have a lot of design principles that I weigh heavily, but I'd like to break the rules too, because I'm a big time rebel when it comes to a lot of things. But when spirit is like, push the pixels this way, pull a card, look at what this card is telling you to do. I'm listening to that because spirit knows way more than I do. I think I know things, but if I'm in my head, my ego is going to just wreck it. My intuition knows way more. So when I am soul aligned, the, my creativity knows no bounds. And oh my gosh, my <laughs> <laughs> the chills is just our confirmation and full body chills are confirmation. Spirit is just guiding everything. And it's just, I'm in my power. You're in your power. You're owning your magic. And what more could you ask for? That's when success abundance are manifesting and you can make your big ripples. You can, you can, and you're rising, you know, what is, what is it they say? Uh, tides or rising tides lift all boats. How powerful is that? I love it. Uh, I love the way all of you are talking about this. For me, um, I know I'm there when I'm feeling joy. And a lot of you have talked about, I wrote down something that Erica said, you know, being in deep devotion to what wants to be birthed through you. So how do you know what wants to be birthed through you? You are feeling good, literally. 
you are feeling joy, you're embodying the feeling of that, whatever it is for you inside. For me, it's um, un unlimited energy. It's a smile. It's a taller posture. It's a light heart. It's in that zone of creativity and being able to channel my words, you know, in my writing. It's just so many things. And so um, I want our, our viewers today to really understand all of, of the how of this, right? Aim for the joy, you guys, and what that is for you inside and learn that language for your unique self. Because as you get better at that language 101, <laughs> you're going to be headed toward soul aligned, you know, in all these different ways we're defining it for sure. Okay. So one of the things I know for sure is that, that I think you all will all agree with me on is that it takes some radical self-care to be doing what we're doing. And this is part of being soul aligned is that we figured out somewhere along the way that self-care was not negotiable, that we had to up-level our practices so that we're serving from an overflow, so that we're always nourishing mind, body, and soul of this thing that needs to be soul aligned, right? We have to nourish that. So Hala, tell us about one, one of your favorite ways to take care of yourself. I know you guys got a hundred things in your toolkits, but just one today, what's your favorite? Yes, uh, I don't know, to me, uh, taking care of myself uh, involves, you know, feeling gratitude. So that's, that's my favorite way of really connecting to my soul and feeding myself. It's gratitude reflection. And it starts with being, you know, appreciative for the smallest things that I have in my life. It starts in the morning. I love to do it in the morning when I'm having my coffee in my backyard. And it starts with the, oh, I love this coffee, tastes amazing. Then I start hearing the birds and I'm appreciative for the birds. Then I, you know, it goes from there. And part of that gratitude ritual that I have is reminding myself every single morning of all the miracles that I've brought to life. All the things that I made happen, little things, it could be little things. But I remind myself of my own inner power. Like I've done amazing things and sometimes we forget, but I was born in a third world country. I moved continents. I built a life that I never thought was possible for me. And I made it happen with God's grace, but with my own inner power that he put through me. So I try to remind myself of this every single day so I can, like Meryl said, so I can nip my inner critic in the butt so I can, you know, overcome that whatever not enoughness that I have in my mind and be anchored in my purpose every morning doing what I'm born to do. So gratitude, I love it. And usually it follows for me with prayers and that helps me really connect and receive guidance and uh, on my path. It opens my eyes. So often it opens my eyes to opportunities that are in front of me that I never considered. Mm. All right, everyone in this room, gratitude part of your practice? Yes, of course, right? Because being soul aligned means you're there. It means you wake with it, you practice it all day long, you go to sleep, ending your day with it. So foundational. So awesome, Hala. Meryl, how about you? What's one way you take care of yourself? 
for me, I tend to be very serious. So I need to have fun in order to help my business. So um, even when I had times when my business wasn't doing well, and I, you know, maybe needed to be maybe discerning about money, I would still maybe go out and sing a little karaoke, I'd go dancing, I, you know, I love to go out and eat and, and socialize and stuff with friends. So those are the things that I have found that are key to keeping my vibe and frequency higher, which helps my business and everything, <clears throat> excuse me, and everything in my life. So for me, really having fun feeds and fuels my soul, which in turn helps my business. I mean, I do all the things. I do the gratitude, you know, I do all the other things, but really the fun is where it's at for me. And I have to make sure that I schedule it in. The fun is where it's at, people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks. I love it. All right, Barb, how about you? Uh, you know, all the things. However, <laughs> something unconventional for me, I am a super nerd. So one of the things I love to do is I love Lord of the Rings. And so what I do is I have become addicted to the Tolkien professor. It's a podcast, a YouTube channel. So what I'd like to do is <clears throat> throughout my day, I will tune in and listen to this man deep dive into Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, and like <laughs> it turns my brain off. So, and also what it does is it gives me hope because if one little hobbit can make such a huge impact in the world. <laughs> what could I do? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right. You're probably going to get some marriage proposals over that answer. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm already uh, married y'all, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying like, that was a good one. All right. All right. I like it, Barb. Erica, how about you? Uh, what's another way that you take care of yourself? Uh, I think the biggest way that I take care of myself has been in having my own coaches. I've, I've always called that my secret weapon and having someone to hold space for you to reflect back to you, to reveal your blind spots and then hold your hand and provide support and guidance and accountability as you take very brave steps towards shifting patterns and self-discovery and rebuilding relationships, changing your communication habits, like all of these things have been so transformational to my journey and ultimately was the inspiration behind my wanting to become a coach. Um, it's absolutely my greatest tool. Mm, yeah, I'm going to say amen to that. You know, the best coaches have great coaches and a guidance and mirrors and witnesses and people and a community to, you know, of those people to take them along. And yeah, really, really important. Um, I love that. I love all of your answers. So amazing. Okay. I got one more question for you. We're going to have to do the speed dating version of this answer. So I'm going to massively challenge each of you to answer this question in a sentence. Good luck with that. Um, Meryl, um, you're going to be the first step on this one. So okay. our readers want to feel empowered to create their soul aligned businesses and maybe they are struggling right so what's one quick message you have for them to help them feel empowered today 
uh, ooh, one, one quick message. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why I said um, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, one quick message is, I think check in with yourself every day with where you're at mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Nice job. And just clear out whatever's in your way. Check in with yourself every day and work on clearing out what's in your way. I love it. Perfect, Meryl. Thank you. Barb, how about you? Tune in to yourself. Kind of what Meryl said too. Tune in, listen to the intuition and journal on it. Mm, nice. I'm a journaling fan, as you well know. Erica, how about you? What's your version of this? Be patient with the process because it's nonlinear and just follow what feels like the right step in the next direction rather than being too attached to the destination. I love it. Thank you. Allah, you are going to close out this show today. What is, uh, what do you want to say to our viewers to help them feel empowered about this soul aligned business? Yes, I would tell them that they wouldn't have the calling if they didn't have the capacity and the capabilities to make it happen, to bring it to life. They need to trust themselves. They need to really believe that they're born to make this and go for it. Love it. I'll give that snaps too. I saw you snapping, Barb. I love that. That's a poetry thing, you guys. That's awesome. Um, oh my goodness. Amazing, wise, badass authors. Thank you so much for what you do in the world and for being here today to share it with everybody. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This was so much fun. So to all of our viewers, you know, something that one of these powerful women said today might have just make making you buzz giving you the goosebumps you're resonating just drop down into these show notes because I have everybody hooked up with their websites I want you to go explore take the next step they are very generously there for you to answer questions to support to answer a question about something they said today um, so please go on down and get to know them a little bit better and I would love to invite all of you to our live stream book launch party. We're going to have all of the ultimate guide to creating your soul aligned business authors with us on July 6th, 12 noon Eastern. We're going to be on the Brave Healer Productions Facebook page for that. I've got you hooked up down below with that link. And if you happen to be listening to this after that date, well, the book is ready and you can hop over to Amazon and grab it and start this journey today. Lastly, today, everybody, remember your words change the world when you're brave enough to share them. So it's time to be brave. See you next time, everyone. Yeah. Bye, ladies. Bye. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>